to the first episode of well, this podcast don't really have a name right now, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy you guys clicked on. Uh, hopefully we have a good conversation and yeah, uh, tell you a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Chinle Du Moses Ukejiaya. I'm with my co-host. Christopher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, excuse any ums, us, rambling. This is our first podcast ever, um, and hopefully we we have a good conversation. Uh, so yeah, I think since this is our first podcast, and also excuse me, I'm kind of sick at the moment. So yeah. if you hear a little sniffling or coughing, just excuse that. I'm not sick. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, so um, for our first podcast, uh, I kind of want to touch on this because I think me and Chris are in this weird space right now where, um, one, we're turning 30 in a couple of years, and it's like time is uh, working against us now. And the I, being that ideal, uh, that ideological, oh, that's not worth <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using no more big words for now. <laughs> I'm not using no more big words. But being that bright-eyed twenty-year-old is uh is no longer cute, and so it, it's like we are now trying to move into uh, doing. Yeah. And so yeah. So how do you transition from being a producer? I mean, being a consumer. And then and transitioning from that to now being a producer of information, of things, of not only giving ideas to things or, or watching other people's ideas flourish, but how can you now take those ideas and bring them into a reality state of being? Yeah. Um yeah, for the longest, I've been a producer and, and still, and, and well, not producer, a consumer, that is. And I think it's just, like you said, we're getting close to 30. I'm, I'm two years away from it. I'm 28 at the moment. So after a while, you think you always got time. You, know, you always think you you can do it and, and then you consuming these things and then you're watching, you're watching, and you always put it to the back burner. So the transition with me, what works for me is I just stop talking about my dreams. Like, I write it down in my journal. And when I say stop talking about it, I don't mean, like, talking about it out loud. Like, I pray about it and stuff like that. But I mean, like, talking to your friends, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then eventually, next thing you know, you're 28. And you've been talking about you're going to do this. Since you was like 23 years old. So it's like, you just like, after a while, you just, you just get tired of it. I know for me personally, you get tired of it. Like with me personally, this past year, my father passed. So you kind of, my mother passed away in 2004. So I'm without no parents. So you kind of, that safety net of, of, of of being a son, no, not financially, but just even emotionally, yeah, yeah, having yeah. that safety net. So you, so you, you really grow up. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the youngest of three siblings. I have an older sister. I have an older brother. And but at the same time, 
as a man, as being a, a black young man, yeah. you kind of have to learn to fish for yourself and fiend for yourself and do things for yourself. So um, I know one thing you told me about years ago about the satisfaction of saying something sometimes will override you actually doing it. Yeah, that like satisfaction that. already. Because you telling people, and, you know, a lot of times when people hear something, usually, usually the first thing is to encourage. So a lot of times when you act, when you tell somebody, hey, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that, I'm about to do they're like, oh, that's great. Oh, man, you shit. Oh, man, you, man, I always knew you was. You uh, already man. get the praise yeah, for it. You, so you, you already more. feel good about it. And so a lot of times you, you get high off of just the fact that you're about to do it. That when the work comes to actually do it, it's like, man, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. And then you kind of lose that same love or passion you initially had. So, yeah, I mean, and, and how long have you been? Because I remember when he, when Chris told me, you know, I'm about to just not talk about my goals, not talk about nothing I'm doing. I'm going to just do it. But I don't remember what month that was. was I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was in October. October. It, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's December 14th now mm. of 2019. So about three months. But I did in October, and i tell you exactly why. i tell you exactly what I was thinking about in October. I was thinking already in my mind, I was like, 2020 going to be my year. Yeah. You know, the same thing as like we always say. But it was like still the beginning of October. Yeah. So I'm like... Why am I, why I'm going to wait like two months, three months possibly to basically get my stuff together. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? I sent a text to the group. I was like, I'm going to encourage y'all and stuff like that. But when it comes to the things I'm going to do, I'm going to write it down in my journal so I can, so it can become real. And then I'm going to hustle and things like that. Cause after a while, People get tired of hearing the same thing of what you're gonna do, yeah. and what and, and what you're going to. So why 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 do you think Chen is the reason why people don't do become producers of besides being uh besides staying consumers? It do like you think it's a motivational thing? Uh, I mean, you said something earlier. You know, I I'm I'm, I'm look one thing about me. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm trying to act serious, but I am a goofy guy, kind of guy. So we actually did a plan, me and before the podcast. But during that that planning part, uh, Chris definitely he tried he tried to give me the curveball, but you know I can't I can't fake the funk. Uh, but he actually brought this one saying. He was like poison and perfection, which you know I think we both kind of suffer from. Oh yeah, I definitely do. Where we just want things like. Like, for example, I remember when you, Chris, when you was telling me how, like, when you start, whatever you was going to start, there's somebody that you actually watch every day. And it's like, I wanted to be that good, you know? And it's like, even for me, it's like, and I had to kind of trick myself out of this. It's like, yeah, you, you want to reach these these heights because, you know, you, you, you feel like, if I'm going to release anything, it has to be nothing less of perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be great, you know? Not even good, not okay, but great. And I remember, you know, just thinking to myself, like, well, how do these people get started? How do these people start from, you know, picking up a camera mm-hmm. to then now filming, you know, full-fledged films? 
And, you know, people talk about mentors. People talk about, you know, going to school for certain things. But at the end of the day, you have to start. And when you start, it's never going to be good. You got you got one, you know, in Blue Moon. But even those people have perfected their craft. Yeah. Kevin Hart didn't get to the point, point where he at without perfecting his craft. Dave Chappelle, Jay-Z, all these people didn't get to their place where they're at now without working over and over again. Oprah, even Oprah started at a radio show, you know, before she became one of the biggest talk show hosts, you know, that that this world has ever seen. So it's like you have to start. And by starting, then you start to get better and better. And then you actually eventually reach that, that height that you dreamt and, about. And, like, I... I I use us for the example, yeah. and so I ain't trying to throw no more curveballs at you, but it is what it is. <laughs> like, when you came to me about, like, yeah, you wanted to record a podcast, my initial thought was, I don't really like the sound of my voice. Yeah. You know, you you automatically come up with all these reasons of, like, why it can't happen, yeah. and then you was like, hey, I'm going to reach out to somebody that know how to do this so I can get some information about it and yeah. stuff like that. And whole times we not in no studio, we not even, <laughs> whole time <laughs> we not in no studio. We not even in my apartment. <laughs> like, like, I don't have an apartment. Like, like we using our phones and stuff like that. So, so I ask you another question to go off of what you just said. You you said something across the lines of, uh, we want it to be great. Yeah. So is expectation is a crippler as well? Does it cripple us as well? Uh-huh. Because I know for me. Yeah. I automatically want something to be great, and if it's not good or if it's not great, yeah. um, it kind of discourages me from starting. If I feel like I don't have the tools to make it great, yeah. like for example, I have to see all the steps of the stairwell. Yeah. I just can't see the first step, yeah. you know. So, for me, doing this podcast, I ask that question because I tell you straight up. I haven't pr- produced anything significant. I'm transitioning from being a consumer to producer. So down the line, um, God willing, if this podcast gets big or if it stays small, I'm not letting that expectation of I want it to be big yeah. stop me from just recording, you know, wherever we are, using whatever yeah. equipment we have. So it's expectation. Can that be a crippler of... Of starting, starting something? something? Oh, man, that's a that's a that's a good question. I think it's also a hard one because I don't know. I I think nobody wants to waste their time. True. So I think a lot of times when you go into something, you wanted to have the biggest impact that it could possibly have, or maybe even the a, a bigger impact that you that is probably possible, right? So. You know, when when people start something, they're like, usually, not all people, not all, you know, not everybody's journey is like this, but usually people want it to be the biggest. I know for, like, in the tech world, people always have that slogan, like, we're going to change the world with this idea. Really? Like, we're going to change, you know, whether it's the way people eat, the way people move, the way people communicate, the way it's always about changing the world. And it's never, you know, just solving one thing, right? We just want to solve this particular solution, this particular problem, and I think when you have those expectations, you start to dream a little too big, and so instead of taking those baby steps and and then crawling and then uh, walking and then eventually running, you go from coming out the womb to trying to run, 
And if you do that, you're going to keep bumping your head over and over. Trump, you're going to keep tripping, going to keep stumbling. And yes, that works for some people. Mm-hmm. But for most people, <laughs> you end up in the ICU as an infant, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think expectation does play a role. Um, and I think, yeah, I think if you manage those expectations and not even manage those expectations kind of just go into something with no expectations uh, that, that's straight going to be my next question should you even have expectations because I know expectation it works for some people yeah, yeah. It, it, I think you should expect anything but like for example I love drums yeah. right I'm, I play piano majority of the time that I play drums yeah. because of what I do so me getting back to drumming um I'm not as good as I used to be back in the day. Like, I used to play drums consistently. I'm 28 now. I was consistently playing drums at age 15, from age 5 to 15, consistently. From 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 15 to the age I'm at now, piano. You know what I mean? So I'm back to drums, and I told you that when I'm playing, I'm happy that I'm playing, but you, I feel depressed. I feel sad because I'm not as good as i was so um i think about your story in the sense of you you said you need to play drums every day you just need to go to the drum store just play music every day because you was coding every day and you got better by doing it consistently so when you was doing something consistently trying to get better did you have any expectation besides of what you were facing that day or 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 did you always know the bigger picture? I'll be lying to you if I said I didn't have any expectations. But I will say the driving force was the fun aspect of it, right? Uh-huh. So I think a lot of times, you know, there's there's always going to be things that you're going to hate to do in anything that you do. So any passion, you know, people say, uh, you know, um, do what you love so you don't have to work a day, another day. That's a lie, I, in, in my personal opinion. I think there's going to be th- certain things or certain days or certain periods where you're going to be doing certain things in your passion and work where you're just not going to like, you know. True. But it has to be done so you could continue doing what you want to do. Um, so I did have certain expectations, but... Um, I think that's so this is going to be my next part to it. I think it was expectations of things I could control. Right. So you can't really control. So, for example, this podcast, you can't really control how many people end up listening to this podcast. Right. But what you can control is how how much of a better communicator you become. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay, we listen. we, We put this podcast out. We could go back and listen to it. And figure out, oh, I said I'm a little too many times, this, that, third. And you could be like, okay, on podcast 30, I want to be able to not say um anymore. That's the expectations that you want to have at podcast 30. And that's something that you could actively work on. So it goes back to what you can control and what you can't. So if you can't control it, I, I feel like those expectations should disappear. So so basically, you have no expectation using what you can and can't control you have no expectation of this podcast potentially being number one in the world. No. I have no expectation that we even get 10 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds funny. But, but you know, when we had this conversation about starting this podcast, it was, uh, it was about us just, just 
recording these conversations that we're already having, right? Yeah, on, on the phone. And it was mostly for us. That's the number one priority. The second part, well, I don't even want to get to the second part, but that was the first priority. It was recording these conversations that we're already having without recording it, without mics, without, you know, putting it out there to the atmosphere. But it being there so we could go back to it, and it being like a, a journal or, or, or a time capsule for us to go back and see, oh, what was we thinking about? What were we talking about yeah. back then? Um, and so that was that was the first priority. Um, but as far as the listeners, as far as getting notoriety from it, all that, I don't really have expectations. I think that's the best way. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so. And and I and I think a lot of people. That's why I like it that we're doing it now. Yeah. Like we not go wait till we already successful in our yeah. fields yeah. to do something. Yeah. I want people to see the unfinished product. You know, like, like I want you to build with us. Like, trust me, we go talk more about being procrastinators more than <laughs> us talking about being successful. Well, we know how to do that very well. <laughs> so, like, so it's almost it's almost as if we holding ourselves accountable yeah. because we're not just going to record this and then keep it. Yeah. Like, we're going to put it out there. Okay. You know what I mean? So even if we could help our friends, yeah. even we could help our family members or people that we know, we could be like, hey, look. We talk about this before this, when we was 28, 27 years old, we wanted to be producers and, and transition from being consumers to producers. Yeah. Five years from now, we still can have zero listeners and no expectations. Yeah. But how do we get better yeah. as producers now? Now we can speak on it. And, and I think people feel like things are harder because they always see the finished product. Yeah. And you always hear these people give the simplest advice. You, you can talk to the, the richest CEO. You could talk to these motivational speakers and stuff like that, that that like talk to millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people, and they would tell you the most simplest thing: just start, just, start. just do it. And you like that can't be it. You kind of don't believe it because you're seeing the finished product. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I think there's a a a market, and mm-hmm. for for people that need help of doing something, um, doing something that's or, or or basically starting something at the same time as someone who haven't finished something. Now it it don't work for all the time yeah. because if I go to the gym yeah. and I want to get a trainer, yeah. and every trainer I get is a fat person, <laughs> and they like yeah we go get in shape together, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like am I your first person that you hide? But it, it's like I I think there's a there's a blessing of actually not seeing the finished product. You go hear our mistakes, yeah. I stutter, yeah. I have a lisp. You know, let me ask you though. What's up? Would you trust a fat person who got into shape and you saw him his journey? Like let's say he was a fat person on YouTube and he said, You know what, I'm gonna get into shape. And you saw his journey from year one all the way to year five. And then he got in shape. Will you trust that trainer more than somebody you know? hundred percent. So it's like I think you know, if somebody said, yeah, I lost 100 pounds, this, that, third, but you didn't see those sweat and tears, and you didn't see him crying when he's like, man, this is hard, and you didn't see, you know, you didn't see that that struggle, I think it's a little harder to reconnect or or, or to connect to, to that person. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Why do we make it harder than what it is? It, because it's hard. Is it harder? I think it's a mental thing. I think. Because, like, for example, you look at, 
you straight called me, um, not called me, you texted me last night and you was watching the Eddie Murphy movie oh, that, yeah. that she was on Netflix. Dolomite. And you was like, you straight inspired by it because he was selling his, 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 his joints out of his trunk. But it's like, because people kept telling him no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's wild. I mean, nowadays, you could just put something on SoundCloud, but back then, you had to record it. He recorded the, 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 the album in his house. He recorded out. First of all, let's let's go all the way back to the first part. Mm-hmm. He went to a, a, a rundown hotel with a bunch of crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> that is that that by itself was bravery. All right, cool. And then he had to ask his his um his grandmother, or not his grand, his aunt for money. And he knows his aunt is not like rich, rich, but he asking her for money, and it's like. You don't want to ask. I know grown man wants to ask their grand, their aunt, or anybody, any woman for money. I mean, there's some guys out there, but as a man, you usually don't want to do that. Cause it's like, man, I'm a man. I got, it. but he did it, and 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 so that's number two. And then when he recorded, you know, everybody loved it, but the radio stations, nobody wanted to play it. Yeah. So then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna sell it out my car, and he did that. Until people recognize, and I'm like, I feel like it. It takes because I mean, that might just be one story that we hear, and the guy was successful. Yeah. But maybe there was ninety other people that did, and they weren't successful. Yeah. And so I don't know. I mean, we never hear those stories, but I think that's a different type of conversation about failing. Yeah. Because <laughs> one thing about winners, winners can tell their story however they want to, but. So you agree that is like you not sugarcoating it? Like you saying it is hard? Like, like I think it is. I think it's just hard just to, to. Is it hard just to start? Yeah, I mean, like it's it's inertia, right? So in physics, there's there's this uh, thing that there's this um, uh, theory or concept in, in physics that says when something's in motion, it wants to stay in motion, right? Mm. But before you could get into motion, it takes a little bit extra energy to get that thing into motion. Okay. So anytime you start something or push something, it's, it's that initial push is it's, it's a little bit harder than when it's already in motion and you could keep it in motion. It's not as hard. And so it's, a, it's I think when you start something, there's a lot of things that you're combating, right? You're combating fear. Cause he's like, man, I don't want this to fail. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing this right? Is this really gonna work? You combat on that versus after you know, let's say you was recording YouTube videos. After your thirty video, you ain't you already seen everything. There's nothing really, you know. So it's like people are just scared of the unknown. Like people don't like not knowing what's going to happen, what this is about, what am I doing? No one and nobody wants to look stupid. And no one wants to fail. Mm-hmm. Do you think social media played a part in people trying to transition from consumers to producers? Because now, now don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a consumer, because yeah. the people that produce <laughs> need people yeah. to to consume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody plays a role, but we just talk about us specifically. Yeah. We want to be producers. You, you you know, and I know personally. Of course, we don't have to say it of what we want to accomplish and things like that. And that's one of the main reasons why we're doing this podcast because we're not gonna wait till we accomplish it. Like like you go hear about it eventually, probably episode down the line, yeah. you know. But I'm just saying, like, um, do social media play a part 
Because like Instagram, mm-hmm. you waste you basically watching people's highlight reel. Yeah. You're not really watching at least the people that I follow. Mm-hmm. That um people struggle and things like that. And I'm not gonna lie. I don't go on Instagram to yes, watch people struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I I'm not I'm not trying to shade people who only showing the good time. <laughs> Toby lost his job today. <laughs> yeah, man, I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that post. Man. I'm just scrolling down like that. Everybody fan member died today. It's like no, like like don't get me. I'm not trying to shade social media that way, but yeah, yeah. is the glorifying of social media played a part of people's expectation of people's willingness to take a risk of people's uh, uh, basically transition from consumer to producer? I think. I think it's technology. I, I yes to to the social media part, but I also think like technology. Like you said earlier, we're not in no studio. There is no acoustic anything in this room. There's no there's no mics. We use our iPhones. We don't have no manager. We don't have an agent. No. We don't have any of that. You just got a phone. We just got a phone and a laptop, a Mac computer. That's all we using. You know, a lot of music people. Music people, artists right now, they record on their laptop and post it to SoundCloud. You know, you got, uh, I think, and I think that's just, you got people recording videos off their phone and posting it out. It used to be Vine, but you got cameras, Twitter. The camera on the phone getting better and better each that's year. Another, so it's like pe- so. people are not even buying cameras anymore. You got professional photographers only using an iPhone which is yeah you there's people out there so it's like I think the technology is just making things easier and accessible for people to do to get into these fields but on the social media tip it's like yes you do have people just doing their highlight reels and you know just showing their lives lives are are showing a a a a, a life of them on social media I mean it's not their real life but they're showing some type of lifestyle right but you also got people doing amazing things like there's this one black woman uh, the cash me if you can she travels she's there's a okay I don't want to say there's a dispute but she is currently the first black woman to travel all around the world right um, and so you know I heard her story and even she brought somebody on to a live and that person said, you inspired me to start traveling. You know, you inspired me to not have fear because apparently they were friends outside, but they met through social media one. So they met through social media and then two, they had, I think lunch or dinner. And the lady was like, um, was just talking to her and the, the cash me, the cash me if you can, lady Jessica is her name. Uh, said, yeah, I'm about to quit my job. I don't like this job. Really? She quit her job, and then she started traveling. And she said, that really, the, the lady that got on the live said, that really inspired me to not have fear to do what I want to do. Because you didn't have any fear. You didn't know what you was going to do. You just said, I'm going to make it happen. And I think you see a lot of those stories on social media of people just doing amazing things. And I think that inspired other people to do amazing things, yeah. which inspired other people to do amazing things. So I think that infectious uh, behavior of not having fear is more rampant now that we have social media, whereas you would have to actually know that person personally 
to say, hmm. And even then, you probably be like, oh, she's crazy. But because you see all these other people on social media, you're like, oh, can't be that many crazy people in the world, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't know. And that's crazy. The, you know, the word you keep using is fear and things like that. And I think of, like, like for example, um, let me just ask you, are you afraid of anything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of a lot of things. But I ain't going to give y'all my secret, my weakness. Instead of the normal, like, I'm scared of a snake. I'm scared, I'm scared of, of a lot of things, but still. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I thought I wasn't afraid outside of like regular mm-hmm. stuff. Like I don't like mice and stuff yeah. like that. I don't like like you know. I'm scared. Remember that? Remember that time in my life? I straight would see your tiger videos. Talk about like yeah. yeah. <laughs> not playing with no tiger. Yeah. Never see a tiger a day in his life. <laughs> but yeah, like bro, tigers are date. But no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I think I knew I was afraid of things, but things don't become real. Things didn't become real to me until when the old man died. And that's when those fears became magnified, I guess. I only say that because, like, my father was sick, like, real sick and stuff like that. So he was, uh, he lost a lot of weight. And I'm a tall guy. I'm, like, 6'1". And I I was bigger than my father and stuff like that because that's how small he got. But... So if anything was to happen, let's say something was to happen in the house, like a burglar was to come in the house or something like that, yeah. I'm it's up to me to defend the house because I'm the bigger, stronger person, correct? But when he died, no matter how big and strong I was compared to him, that's your father. That's 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 your Superman. So there was this sense of, oh, there's no one here to save me. You know what I mean? Even though physically he couldn't save me if he was alive it's more of a permanent uh reality of of because I'm, I'm sure even as sick as he was if he knew if i was in danger he would have did what he could do <coughs> and things like that but my fear going back on fear my fears didn't become reality until he died so i have fears such as um uh, not reaching my dreams, not reaching my goals and things like that because my father didn't reach his goals and things like that. And you already know the study of like, you know, um, basically successful parents is going to breed successful children and, and some factors. So my father, he sacrificed a lot for us. So not to see him reach his goals and dreams in life. My father was a He's a legend in Alabama and in, in well in Utah, Alabama. It's a, it's a small town in Utah, Alabama, where he played all the sports. And my mother, she had dreams, and my mother died when she was forty four, around that age. And not to see them reach their full potential, and to know like, oh shoot, life really is not promised to anybody and things like that. And I grew up in the church, so you you pray and you and you do all these things, and like Lord, you go heal this, and Lord, you go do that, and of course. At the end of the day, we don't control anything. So you're like, oh, my goodness. The fear of not really reaching my dreams and just living a life, as as crazy as it may sound, as my father, as in working myself to death almost, working two jobs back to back, that's a, that's a, that's a scary reality. 
and 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 I told you this before when when he died, I said life never felt more real until he he died. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm 28. I gotta do something. Like like you know what I mean? I gotta stop observing and looking at life and consuming life. I gotta produce something. You know what I mean? So like when it comes to fear, like how do we get over that fear? If 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 there is a if there's a way, like I'm, I'm not gonna be out here trying to give you cliche quotes and stuff to <laughs> say, like, you know, say I am a strong black man. Like you, like you in the black, you, you over here in the mirror just yelling at you, yelling at yourself and <laughs> you beating your chest while you yelling. You, you in the mirror every morning, like I am strong. You know, like but then you just break down, tear star on down your heart. I am a strong man. So, like, so is there a way to get over that fear, or will that fear always be there? I feel like that fear always going to be I there. I tell you this right now, I'm scared every day, bro. Yeah, I think that fear is always going to be there. I think, I think there's two parts to it, right? I think it's always being happy with where you at, and I think the only way you could do that is doing something and you seeing the progress, right? So it's like, okay, let's say, I don't know. You're a athlete, and your dream is to run at Olympus. Let's say you're a track star. Okay. High school, right? Slow track star. But let's say your your dream is to run to run in the Olympics. You're still happy, I think, if you're still if you feel like if you're running every day, not every day. That's that sounds crazy. But you're let's say you're running right, and you're practicing, you're practicing. And then you start seeing a little, okay, I'm getting a little faster and a little faster. Let's say you, you go last every single time. Mm. Yeah, it's sad when you go last, but he's like, man, I'm faster this year than I was last year. I'm faster this year than I was last year. I broke my, and then, you know, you always got those ups and downs. And you broke your ankle. It's like, okay, okay, I'm, I, I got a step back. Mm. But then you start, you start working on your ankle. You start doing this. You start running again, running again, running again. You might never reach that point. But I w- I will promise you that person who been working to get to the Olympics is much happier than the person who said, you know what, first year or second year running track and maybe that was their dream, right? But first year, second year running track and they didn't get to you know and they compete to get into the Olympics and they told them no, and they never re- really competed. And let's say that person was one of the top hundred in the nation. But he couldn't get into Olympics because you need to be top 10, right? Mm-hmm. I promise you, the guy that always finished last, never got any calls, didn't really run in house. I bet that person is a lot happier than the person that quit. Really? I think, and I think it's just because you, when you have, when you have that journey, you have that goal. And even, I would even argue the person that is always trying to reach that goal is probably happier than the person that actually reached that goal. Cause last time when you reach that goal, it's like, what else? Dog, that's also one of my fears too. <laughs> like it's funny, but my, my fear, one of my fears, is failure. Yeah. And another fear of mine is what's next after success. Yeah. Like once you reach that mountaintop or whatever it is, you know, like I don't want to be in that place where I'm like, well, I did everything I'm supposed to do. And things like that. Do I start over? So it's like, and one of my favorite quotes, one of my favorite quotes is a Jay-Z quote. And just like how you said, you said somebody who else is scared 
will discourage somebody else and have them scared. And Jay-Z, one of my favorite quotes is, everybody's scared. And just, like, you should really go after what you want to go. So it's like, you you believe that, you, you believe that fear really don't go away. Um, um, I, I think I agree and disagree. I don't know. I think the word you use, excellent, is progress. I think progress is 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 I can't really put it is is great medicine to fear if 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 you want to call fear sickness or something like that. It's like okay, it's like okay, I'm doing something, I'm recording this podcast, um, and if we have a consistent okay, we go do it every Saturday or we go do it twice a month or things like that, and after a while you start seeing the progress of just you being consistent. So. One thing I always, uh, I have a girlfriend. One thing I always tell. Uh, why you, why you laugh? <laughs> Shout out to Blair. Yeah, like, I always tell my girlfriend is we can't change nobody. We just gotta focus on ourselves. You know what I mean? So it's like when it comes to getting out of that box and things like that. Going back to that word expectation, you should really focus on you. Like, how did I change? How did I get better? If I don't get no award or rewards and things like that, um, am I a better coder than I was a year ago? Am I a better drummer than I was a year ago? Are we better at podcasting? I can never think that we can talk on a podcast. We've been talking for forty minutes basically, and it's like it, it, it and I, and I, and I really do think like that <laughs> word progress. But the thing about it is, in order to get that medicine. You got to start. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, you have to see, and you have to see progress. Everybody's progress, it's not a one-size-fit-all. You know what I mean? Everybody can't be number one. Yeah. Everybody can't be number two either. It's like, somebody got to be number 100. Somebody got to be 96. You know what I mean? But the crazy thing is, 100 is still better than the 10,000. Dog, anything is better than nothing, son. So it's like, you look at the 99 people in front of you, but you forget the 10,000 people behind you. And it's like, you're always going to be better than somebody. You're always going to be worse than somebody. And, you, you know, maybe God willing, you become the top of the top. But that's only going to last for how long, right? Until a couple years later, somebody beats your record, and that person is the top of the top. So you just have to, you just have to be content with where you at, but also... Trying to strive to be better, and then if you don't get any better, you know, you you you're doing something that you love. Yeah. As long as you're doing something that you love, cool. Like, and what what is a hundred? And that's the other thing, right? What's a hundred place? At the end of the day, is a hundred place compared to this person and that person. But if you was running, let's say I don't know what the time time is. Let's say you was running eleven seconds. Last year, you know, in the hundred meter race, but this year you run a hundred, and I mean a hundred, eleven, uh, ten point, what seventy nine? You faster? You uh, you in track star language? You was a whole bunch faster, you know? <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I think the 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 speed is like nine seconds or ten seconds, um, the record, anyways. But it's like you're a lot faster. If you do point three seconds, I mean point three seconds off your time, mm-hmm. you're a lot faster. But that, and but you might still be in a hundred place. 
Cause everybody else got faster. But if you look at everybody else, you always like, man, I ain't do well. Oh, you cannot compare yourself to nobody. But it's like, <laughs> if you was to race yourself last year, you would dust this man. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, at the end of the day, you should only look at yourself. And and the thing is, what keeps champions champions? They don't look at nobody else but themselves. Cause they number one. So when they when they go into the ring or when they go on the racetrack or when they put up numbers, they try and beat their records. They ain't worried about nobody else. So it's the same thing. It's like if you really want to be not number one, but you want to be the best person, best uh, version of yourself, or you want to be the happiest of yourself, you just gotta compete with yourself. But also, you know, ask God to give you the wisdom to say to to know when enough is enough. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also important. Yeah. Let's say if I was to leave a last word for people who want to be producers um, who are tired of consuming and want to create something, I would tell them, do not go after perfection because you're never going to catch it. And the, want to be, the wanting to be perfect is going to paralyze you from even starting because nobody's perfect. Anybody who put that expectation of perfection on you, I trust and believe a hundred times out of a hundred times, they haven't really done anything because if they done anything, they know that they did not do anything perfect. They didn't do anything. Um, and true to the matter is they never done. Most plans are never really done the way that you initially thought of it. You know what I mean? But the one thing you do control, the one step that you can do is the first one. So like, if I was to tell somebody, give them my last words of like, like Chris, First of all, I don't know why you're asking me for advice, but let's say you ask me for advice. Like, Chris, I want to create. I want to be a producer. Um, what what can I do? I'll give you this example. Me and my boy, Chen, we did a podcast. We used the resources that we had. You know what I mean? And we just did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it trash? Hey, hey probably. Okay. <laughs> you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who, we all know, like, yeah, but yeah, like, all I know, I feel better already yeah. knowing that I can talk for 45 minutes yeah, and things like that. Something that I never did before. Yeah. And think about it is don't put dumb expectations on yourself. I'm not going to be the best podcaster on my first podcast, on like the first episode. Yeah. I'm not going to be Joe Button. Yeah. I'm not going to be. Like, 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 I'm not going to be the best yeah. and things like that. And I'm not trying to compare myself to anybody yeah. because truth of the matter is nobody can be you. Nobody can be me. So the best thing that I can do, at least the least thing I can do is give y'all the best me. Yeah. And the best me is, hey, I'm going to record this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then guess what? 50 episodes from now, there's no way that we gonna be in the same place yeah. that we were today 50 episodes from now. That's a fact. There's no, like, like... I don't even make sense. That's not even <laughs> scientifically sound. Like, <laughs> things get better. Exactly. The more you do it, so I would tell that person, like, look, don't chase perfection. Like, chase, chase consistency. Yeah. Be consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you're bad, keep doing it. There's there's not there's not a lot of things that if you consistently do, you will stay bad. There there's not a lot. I'm not saying it's impossible, but there's it's, it's a small list of things that you can consistently do and stay bad. <laughs>
I would tell them, like, look, don't chase perfection. Don't put dumb expectations on yourself. And start. What you have, what you want to do, somebody have the tools or you have the tools already and things like that. And don't underestimate the tools you have. (laughs) If I can talk on the phone, I can use a phone as a microphone for a podcast. So it's like... Hey, my whole thing is, hey, do you hear me clearly on on my phone? Hey, well, you hear me clearly on the podcast, like so. So that's what I would tell them. The day that you would tell them from your perspective. Nah, I think you you that's a a great place to to wrap up. Actually, and and, and, and I'm only telling y'all things that I battle with yeah, every no. day. Consistency is one of my. That's one of my Achilles heels. Like it's 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 not good for me. Consistency and start off too hard. That's 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 that's, that's my thing. Like I go hard and then I'm like, you know what? I need a whole two months off. <laughs> First day, I'm like, all right, man, I gotta come back. And t- so like with me, consistency, um, consistency, uh, starting and and don't chase perfection. I have I have no problem with the perfection part. I have I just got better at not putting dumb expectations on myself. I just just like you said, I'm in a I'm I'm in a race with me. You know? And um don't compare yourself to nobody. You remember these are people's highlight reels and things like that. Listen, so it could be a here. devil, I, man. Dog, I got a lot of friends who is overseas on vacation. Dubai every month. I'm like, you just <laughs> Dubai Bali. Like you just Toronto. I'm like, yo. Paris. I'm like, yo. And thing about it is, it's not my life. It's not. So I shouldn't. I. 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 I shouldn't. And I don't have an opinion about it. And you should. And and the thing is, I think also it's like shifting your mindset from trying to understand to just being happy for that person. If that's you, you don't. And you don't know why that person is doing it. It could be to escape whatever. Or they just love traveling. And traveling to you is not that important, you know, in this time of your life. People work hard, man. Yeah, they should enjoy so, so, like, however people choose to enjoy their life and stuff yeah. like that, they ain't thinking about you when they post it on social media, yeah. things like that. I mean, they might a little, yeah, a little bit. bit. A little stunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes people want to stunt. Oh, no, oh, no. Trust me. I'm going to stunt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't like, uh, I ain't going to stunt. I, I got a lot of fears. <laughs> Getting robbed is one of them. <laughs> so I ain't stunting. <laughs> you see me, I'm going to be in my set Corolla. <laughs> so, so, like, definitely that. Like, like don't don't be afraid of things like that. Don't put double expectation. Yeah, just, yeah. Start, just start, just start, just start. And I promise you, just starting, you gonna feel a lot better. I feel a lot better already, and we just started this podcast. First podcast. I know, right? All right. Well, I, th- I think this is where we wrap it up. Uh, yeah, man. We don't even got a name, son. We don't even got a name. We don't got a logo, nothing. But we are gonna still post it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna call it Chin and Chris, Chris and Chin, <laughs> CC Chanel. I don't know. Um, oh yeah, don't sue us. <laughs> Yeah, nah, but thank you for listening, man. Uh, I think we come back. And, and if you turn it off in the middle of, of our first podcast, we understand. We don't care. <laughs> it's our first one. This is for us. <laughs> We're going to listen to the whole thing. It's going to get two views at least. <laughs> so, 
It's cool. We gonna, it's gonna get two five stars. It don't matter. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, so, so you know, got, this thing got fifty. This thing got fifty views. Look, yeah, I listened to it like thirty hey, times. Hey man, just don't give us no one stars. Yeah, please, <laughs> Come on, cause yeah, I don't know. Please, if we get exactly, ten one exactly. stars and only two five stars, <laughs> that's a low rating. <laughs> I don't know, but but, uh, but thank y'all for listening. No, nah, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, man, we would give our social medias, but our social media. I don't be on there, bro. I don't be on there like, either. Who, who be told you like, <laughs> like, like, like giving you my social media is literally nothing. It's, it's going to amount to nothing. I don't post anything. I, I, I don't do anything with it. Yeah. So, um, maybe in the future when we get our social media game up, but right now we ain't we ain't really on it. So yeah. But uh, but thank you for listening. Um, yeah, man. I don't know how you gonna contact us, but <laughs> we don't have no email either. <laughs> we email, yeah. We don't have a name, so um. But yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, this is our first podcast, episode one. Uh, don't know what to call it. Maybe poison or perfection. Producer, I mean, consumer to producer. We don't know. Who, who knows? It's it gonna be something totally different because because <laughs> once we listen to this, we're gonna be like, okay, we only talk about perfection one time. We can't call it that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, uh, have a good day. Blessings.